The Chicago Bears are the greatest franchise anybody has ever seen. Belichick will never catch George Hallis. The Bears will never lose again. Justin Fields will be a five-time MVP and nine-time Super Bowl champion. That's how we feel after the Bears demolish the Patriots in the Super Bowl Twenty rematch. Hear all about it right now. Zodax. Yes! 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 Hello, Becky. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Oh, oh my God, ladies and gentlemen. This is amazing. If you hear cars in the background, that's because Dan and I are starting our own Super Bowl parade already. <laughs> Dan can't believe what's going on right now. Zero Dogs, everybody. Welcome to Zero Dogs. Dan, how are you today, bud? I'm great. The skies look real blue where you're at. You are hustling. You're walking very well. You're not walking now. I assume you're waiting for a, a stoplight, but... You look great. You're good at walking. I'm not surprised after you just ran the marathon. You look handsome. Thank do you, you want to share? Do you want to share where you're at? I feel like you Absolutely. should. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I am in. Uh, I'm in the Peach Street. Street? No. The Peach State. There is probably a Peach Street. Um, and I'm in Hotlanta, Georgia. I am here to scout the Falcons, who the Bears are playing in a few weeks. So I am uh, just trying to find Ryan Pace, Phil Emery. Uh, Marcus Mariota, all the above. Things are hot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. not even close it's there they've vaulted themselves to the top of the power rankings ahead of the bills ahead of the eagles there's no doubt in my mind that was an ass kicking last night and it was weird to not be to be on the uh on the good end of it i don't i don't remember what that's like it was awesome yeah it was awesome it 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 was like from moment one almost they just it took control Eberflus is the next Belichick. I think nobody can argue that fact. Like, that's the one thing I got out of last night was George Alice. Be careful. Eberflus is right up your ass. Be careful. Of all people, George Alice, you better be careful. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to say. I'm still stunned to this, uh, you know, the next day that it was a completely different team. Are we just assume that, you know, obviously we're a good second half adjustment team I think I I don't think our defense I don't think we as a team have given up more than like nine points in the second half I would just assume that if you give Eberflus any extra time to plan you're just absolutely fucked I think that's safe that's safe to assume and yeah oh oh that was a good honk of the horn honk honk I'm real worried I'm real worried you're gonna get hit by a truck Bill uh which would suck. I'd be sad about that, but it'd be great content. Yeah, it would be. It'd be. It would be the perfect way for, well, for you to find a new partner because zero blanks will never die. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh, 
No, you're right. Eberflus is the exact opposite of Matt Nagy, apparently, in terms of we'll give him a little extra time. Biggity boom, biggity bee. He is gonna he is gonna poke holes in his own roster and he's gonna make adjustments. And yeah, you give him 12 minutes of halftime to make adjustments, and apparently he turns into the greatest thing since Bill Belichick. It's it is true. It's like when the Bears I, I, we've talked about it before. They've not been blown out once. I think part of it is just they're they're a second half team. But last night, oh baby, they didn't need that second half to get us very randy. No, I'm absolutely gonna puke watching this video of you walking. So also good times. God dead is just hearing me barfing for about five minutes straight. If 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 I'm puking, Bill, don't please don't cut the audio. Uh yeah, I mean. Shit, I mean, JF1 looked confident pretty much right from the start. And he's, you know, obviously there's still a little little cleanup, still dropping the ball here and there. He's he's confident that he can make every throw in the sense that he's going to escape pressure every play. Like, I don't think he willingly takes any sacks, which I kind of love. Uh, but I really, really fucking encourage that he seems to be a bit more patient going through his progressions and finding open receivers as opposed to just running. And I think, you know, we, it's maybe early for golden cock. I'm not sure that I saw many nominations for Getsy for having a pretty good, a pretty good game himself. I thought the play calling was solid. You know, we, we had drawn up, we had drawn up a handful of plays that were designed for Justin to run um he's still gonna die he's still gonna get absolutely injured but i think overall Getsy had a great game jf1 looked real confident out there i'll i'll eat a little shit i thought cole Komet played really well he was great blocking he was great on uh you know had a great catch along the sideline i loved the hurry up to get the the ball snapped yeah, for the get the ball snapped. I've never seen that before. Hurry up and snap it because I definitely don't feel like I was in. It was just great all around. So, I I mean that offense was was fucking sexy last night. And I think there was. Have you actually maybe one of my favorite plays of last night that had nothing to do not it was not a positive. Have you seen the video that's been going around on Twitter of Sam Mustafer just running? like out in the open without blocking anybody he just like steps to his right running at the sideline you don't even know what the fuck he's looking at and just just blocking absolutely nobody do you know which one i'm talking about i have not seen it i have not but i did want to give you a quick update i am walking on ted turner boulevard right now ted you're a great man you're might be dead uh big braves guy big cnn guy that's ted turner uh, rest in peace if you're dead. That is Good mustache. No, according, according to Wikipedia, not dead. He's 83 years old. Um, he owned uh, the World Championship Wrestling. What is that? WCW? Is that a comp the competitor of oh, the yeah. WWF? Um, yeah, I feel like Grease Tank would know a lot about that, I'm guessing. I do, but, too. Uh, yeah. I do, too. All right. Yeah, he's a man good looking. Mix it up. He's a disrupt. He's a disruptor. I'm Ted Turner. <laughs> well, great. I'm sure it smells like a dirty mustache all along that street. I um. Well, I don't know where you want to go, Bill. I mean that that fucking game. I mean, we could talk about it forever. Santos obviously not getting a lot of shine. That dude's absolutely automatic. Uh, the defense. Brisker had maybe one of the sweetest ints that we've seen this year. That was that was incredible after getting kicked right in the junk by Mac Jones. Mac Jones should be in prison if he's not already. Uh, I, it, it was, what an awesome game. I'm still just I'm still just buzzing. The zappy shit was uh, zappy hour, I'll fully admit. I love when anyone says it's zappy hour. I'm 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 fully on board. That dude came in and he had some magic going and I, and I mean I'm sure you thought the same. It's like, uh oh we are absolutely fucked. He looks like Tom Brady 2.0. And he he came crashing down to earth. And I think Patriots fans even were like, oof, we may have jumped the gun a little bit with this guy. And poor Mac Jones looked like he wanted to die on the sideline. And you know what? Who did that? The Bears. The Bears did that. The Bears embarrassed a whole franchise. 
you know, the, obviously the Patriots want to be the Bears as a franchise, mm-hmm. as an organization. Mm-hmm. And we just proved it last night that we are the greatest. Yeah. I mean, this was Super Bowl 20 redo with that X at the end of that word. I think that's how you pronounce it. It was yeah. like, you know, they were a combination of Tony Eason and whoever the other was. Steve Rogan, was that the other? Patriots Joe Rogan. Quarterback? Yeah, definitely Joe Rogan. Uh, rest in peace. He's he's probably dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, it uh, yeah, the defense absolutely came to play. Roquan deserves some respect. Um, I got somebody in my ear right now telling me I need to continue west on Peachtree, so I'm just going to keep doing that. Um, it, yeah, Britt, you're right. The, the the rookies were absolutely awesome between Brister, Gordon with the sweet pick at the end. Uh, Robinson seemed to get a lot of kick, if you will, and yep. he seemed all over the field. He's he is one lanky mother. He just yep. I, I like watching him play. They um yeah I mean was it really a negative to to pick at from last night? I mean Pettis was decent at uh, fielding punts and he got a little fumbly there early. Um, but no, I mean it was yeah. Game. I, I would say if we're gonna if we're gonna pick nits. I think we got to go with um, Larry Borum looked, he did not look great. And I don't blame him that Ju is it Judah, Ju- Juden, what's his name? Uh, he's just good in general. So that's not all on him. I thought Borum had a bad game, but not a complete fucking liability. So yeah, you're right. I mean, it's I, that in the combination of uh, the Packers just absolutely shitting the bed again is just a great week all around. <laughs> great way to wrap up the week for for the bears so uh i think the obviously the division is is ours we just got to win out and i think we're uh, well on our way to the super bowl probably get a buy in the first round this is all just yeah. just realistic yeah. expectations no they are i mean i think i think you may be setting the bar a little low i mean i think i think we'll actually end up being the one seed in the afc that's how good we are that's how, that's how <laughs> NFC's going to say, nope, you're just, you're way too good for this conference this year, Bears. You got to go, you got to go East. Um, doesn't really make sense. The, uh, no, I'm, I am riding absolutely high. You're right. So great night for Bears fans, of course. Great night for Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus. Horrible night for Packers fans. They've got to be staring down the at the abyss, right? Like you, you said it. It's, you know, Rodgers looks disinterested and or just you know can't play without Adams which is hilarious what a baby Jesus Christ we've been, we've been playing in Chicago without a wide out for our entire lives and get over it Rogers it's just it's incredible and yeah the Vikings don't even count I know they're six and one but you know when is when is that deck of cards gonna come crashing down buddy yeah, I mean, that was another game we were in, another game we were marching. We could have at least tied that game up against the Vikings. Yeah, nobody – it's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is never scaring you. He's exactly mediocre. So, um, man, it's so funny how pathetic the Bears are as a franchise that we – I mean, think about where we were this time last week. I mean, we were ready to all just kill ourselves. Uh, maybe I'm speaking for – I mean, it was doom and gloom. We have a we have a great game and we are fucking talking Super Bowl and the the callers on sports radio are absolutely buzzing. It's it's so great. I love it and I love there's there seems to be like a small trend of uh, Bears fans fighting on Twitter about like I never gave up on Fields. Fuck you guys for saying Fields is a bust. It's like those people are puffing off their chest and it's hey this is why. This is why you listen to this podcast and you heard us say we're not making a decision until week 11, one way or the other on fields. But I'll say the meter's ticking way up for our buddy JF1 and Pablo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, hard to, it's hard to picture a scenario where, where uh, you know, Uno is staring at us with his beautiful eyes, Justin Fields' lovely little French bulldog, and and we've got to try to tell him that now we're we're out on fields. It's it's hard to picture that at this point after a incredible Monday night in the rain, I guess. So a bit foggy. It was a bit weird. Looked weird on TV, but it looked beautiful on TV. And yeah, I mean, this is 
this is the greatest team we've ever seen in any sport. And, and yeah, you're right. Last week at this point, you and I were having a really hard time finding another win on the schedule. Yep. And yep. and we got one immediately. So uh, that's the NFL for you, I guess. It really is. And I obviously this is a huge, uh, huge back to back here with with going from winning at the Patriots to now going to Dallas. Dallas is a pretty fucking solid team in their own right. So if we could somehow just hang in there with Dallas, I mean, we do, we hang in with teams. Maybe it doesn't start hot, but we at least, you know, claw our way back. But if we could eke out a win against the Cowboys, which I mean, we'll, I guess we could talk more. We'll obviously talk more about it, but man, if you, if you, if you give me a win in Dallas with this Bears team, I'm, I'm going to be thinking some real naughty things. Oh, man. I'd love to I'd love to know the naughtiest thing that ever crossed your mind, but that's, you know, that's bonus material that we'll offer a yeah. very special few Sarah Dunks fans. Uh, Golden Cock, I think it's that time of the, that time of the show to, uh, to award the Golden Cock. Zero Doinks fans and egg player of the game as nominated by our fans and egg. Uh, Dan, you mentioned JF1. Of course, I think he may have said Santos, uh, Brisker. I don't know if anybody else was nominated uh, besides probably Dan Campbell again. Uh, which 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 way would you go? Would you veto? Do you have you know you're you're a man of his own thoughts. So yes. give it to us. Dirty thoughts as we just we just covered. Um, I'll be honest. I'm really excited to see where you go with this walking in the streets of Atlanta to see if you do the Cornish hen. If you don't, I'm going to be super fucking pissed. Um, let's do, <laughs> let's go, man. I kind of want to give it to Eberflus, but uh, let's go JF one. I think he's, we won that game because of him. He was, he was locked in last night. Didn't seem to get discouraged. Uh, still running for his life a little bit, dropping the ball here and there, but but quickly, you know, not losing any. So uh, I'm going to go with JF1. Uh, let's just do that. Oh, Danny boy, thank you so much for nominating our guy, Justin Fields, with his first career. Golden cock, as far as I remember, my memory's not good because the closer we get to Thanksgiving, the closer I get to the oven. So congrats. <laughs> Justin Fields, I'll see you in Uno tonight in my bed. Oh, wow. I didn't realize Justin sleeps with live Cornish hens in his bed. I, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, congrats, Justin. I'm sure this will be such an honor for him. Um, what other thoughts? Are we wrapping up Patriots. Uh, Justin, I, I think people were feeling weird about him. It's looking at his tablet while also getting stretched out last night. Did you catch that watching it back? I, I feel like that was another thing they were talking about on the radio. It's like, oh, that's for the haters who say he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't look at look at plays on the sidelines. Like, what are we doing, Bears fans? Stop, I, think, I, think stop going after him, each other. I think it's him multitasking. I don't think he, I don't think he's conscious of a camera trying to prove people wrong or anything. I mean, no. I don't think there's ever been any doubt about about fields um preparation or his professionalism right so right I, yeah so you know what those haters could go, can go suck a golden cock man <laughs> i'm saying this in the street of atlanta i can't i can't imagine if if some random pedestrian in atlanta just caught some of this uh just completely out of context i wonder what their thoughts would be i i would have no idea i would have no clue what is it a I feel like your like troll voice kind of sounds like someone who could be from Atlanta, like a fancy person who lives in uh, Buckhead. What's the popular neighborhood in Atlanta, or at least used to be when I was a young lad? I'd be like, "Hey, I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. We're gonna have some cobbler. We're gonna have some peach cobbler. We're gonna watch the Georgia game. Go dogs! And we're gonna have some cobbler." And we gonna we're gonna suck a teat. I don't know. I don't know where I didn't know how to wrap that up. Apparently sucking teats is a thing. Doesn't does Pablo still live around here? I should probably look for him. I should probably look him up. Uh, in a phone book. I think those are still things. Um, yeah, you know, he's 
fields are Georgians, so this is a perfect place to be. Uh, to wrap this up, I think, Dan, would you mind if I just read you a little bit of Dan Pompey? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. He said, this is one nugget that jumped out to me. Peyton Manning wanted the Bears to try to score another touchdown at the end of the game. By having Justin Fields taken me, Eberflus did the right thing by prioritizing sportsmanship and respect. Dan, just like, is he is he the most milk toast guy on earth? Is he? I mean, it was almost impossible to get worked up with anything he said. I, I think he was a little bit nervous uh, writing that. It looked like he, he didn't know how complimentary to be about the Bears or Fields in general or whatever. He's talking about his slippery balls. If, if those balls slip out of his hands, then maybe it's going to cost him cost him a game later. Okay, damn, Pompey, relax. But I just want to point. I just want to point that out. Um, any thoughts on on uh, on that? Did you catch that at all last night on, yeah. on Twitter that Manning was yeah. all fired up? Yep. And I like how incredibly stupid. Like we're not. We're, it's not the fucking BCS. We're not running up the score here to get higher in the standings to try to make it to the national championship game. That's fucking dumb. And Dan Pompey wasting his time even writing about, you know, Peyton Manning being upset and like, oh, sportsmanship. I think that is just stupid. Like, I don't, I, I, honestly, I honestly didn't care either way. Like, what a great win. Like, just wrap it up there. I'm sure maybe there were some fantasy players that were upset that maybe they couldn't squeeze one more one more score in but yeah i i think in that spot you don't you probably don't in in the pros you don't do that shit right like that just doesn't happen oh, yeah no, <laughs> who cares no. though that would have been would, i know it would have been ridiculous that would be the play that like yeah for whatever reason we try to stuff it down their throats which would make no sense like you said there's really no upside and then like you know, fields to get hurt or something yeah, stupid, right? Yeah, a concussion something... right at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, no, that's just Dan Pompey. Just, that was that was his first nugget, I wanted to say, too. That was, <laughs> his that was first, the first one? thing he talked about. Yeah, Come that's on. the first thing he talked about. So, Dan, and put, you know what, Dan? Those nuggets didn't come out till today, either. Give me those nuggets the night of. Just give them to me <laughs> raw. Give them to me wet. We need your nuggets. Uh, we don't really want them, but we do need them. Like we're we addicts. Need, yeah, we need them. We need them. Well, I think it's good enough to wrap up this week. Uh, the Pats game. Should we? Should we move on? Should we move on and get to our next win that's coming up this weekend? Absolutely, Dan. Let's do it. After a word from possibly Carmax. Not sure if they'll oh. still be around this week, but I would imagine their slogan is "Here, Carmax." We'll Give you a pretty shitty car for a pretty shitty price. I think I think that's their slogan, right? I think so. I think it's yeah, something like, oh, here's fifty dollars for your your Camry, motherfuckers. Oh, CarMax, come to CarMax. I like I like when they put the real tacky stickers on the back of the cars too. Like, hey, yep, I'm the asshole that, that basically went to Kmart and bought and bought a car. You know, I mean that's just. Thanks a lot, Carmax. Thanks for wow, you. Wow, you just took a shot at Kmart as well. Looks like we just we just lost another future sponsor. Uh, nice work, Bell. Nice work. Well, thanks, Carmax, and fuck off, Kmart. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Another game on Sunday, Dan alluded to the Cowboys. They're not coming to town because we will be there. Not us personally. The Bears will. Dan, are you going to walk us through our opponent? 
Dallas? Uh, I am, but let me start by saying this audio could be absolute trash for this episode, so please don't hold that against us. We're we're playing uh, real loose today, but we'll, we'll figure it out. You get the gist of it. Uh, all right, let's do it. This Sunday, noon, Fox. It's indoors, you dummies, so no weather will be affecting this game. No clue who's doing the game. I'm going to say it's um, Ian Eagle and uh, Johnson. What's that Johnson? Gus Johnson. I don't know why they're pairing those two up. I don't even think they're Fox guys, but we're going to go with that. All right, Bill. Cowboys lead the all-time series against the Bears 15-12. to So we're three games behind. We'll be only two after this weekend. Last time that we played Dallas was a Thursday night game, December 15th, 2019. Bears win 31-24. I was in the house with a, a pal, Rory Doinks, I believe, was that game. Also spent a, all day with Rick Fieldsman, which was which was trouble. So definitely got real drunk that night. Mitch threw for three touchdowns and ran for one more. He threw two to A-Rob, one to Anthony Miller. Uh, Dak had 334 yards on the night. One touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott had 81 yards rushing. Bill, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, is he trash now? Where do you stand on him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's splitting carries at best with uh, a guy who doesn't seem that good in Troy Pollard. He actually looks a little frisky when I've when I've seen them on national games. But, yeah, he's, he's not worth what they're paying him. Let's just say that. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Um, all right. So just a few names that I ran through at the end of the summary of this. Just a lot of old names that I'm just just stunned that none of them are still around. Uh, Javon Wims uh, left the game in the second half with a knee injury. Inactive for the game for the Bears, Prince Amukamura with a hamstring injury. Not shocking uh, that he was hurt. Taylor Gabriel had a concussion. Ben Broniker had a concussion. And Bobby Massey had an ankle. They all missed the game. Just all of those names almost gave me like PTSD of just a, the beginning of the end of the, the Matt Nagy era. Uh, but, you know, Prince being hurt, I you and I always get a chuckle out of that. Was it just he was the, was he the shoulders guy or am I thinking of Paul George? I'm crossing over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's a hamstring guy. He was hamstring. a hammy. His hammy's a real loose. Yep, real loose. But uh, that's it. Any thoughts from that particular game? Do you recall? Were you were you drunk like myself? Were you in Atlanta? Any other thoughts on that one? Uh, I have no recollection of it at all. <laughs> I really don't. And um, so I was probably drunk then. I was probably okay. drunk. I was probably depressed. Um, you know, depression's nothing to laugh about or joke about, so I don't. I, I'm not trying to do that, but you know, it, it was in the middle of a bear season, so I was definitely depressed. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Um, all right, all right, buddy. So we are obviously. I knew you were heading to Atlanta, so I looked up a list of the fa- most famous Atlantans. Atlantans, I think that's how you say it. Atlanians, Atlanta. I don't know. Uh, and number three on the list, Bill, was Jeff Foxworthy of the redneck comedy bullshit. Uh, that was shocking and kind of sad for Atlanta that he's number three. I think he was just ahead of Tyler Perry. I feel like Tyler Perry's probably more successful. I think he's more rich, but we're going to go with Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, he apparently was born in Atlanta, went to Georgia Tech, and he still lives there today. So if you say see him, say, he might be a redneck if you have boots that uh, get shit in with your sister's boyfriend, who's also your husband. I don't know what that means. I'm really sorry. Well, did I mention we're playing real loose today? I think so. Uh, you big Jeff Foxworthy guy? I think Bill died. Okay, he might have gotten hit by a truck. All right. Uh, so anyway, Jeff Foxworthy, he was born on September 2nd, 1958. Uh, so the last time the Bears and Cowboys played on his birthday was September 2nd. 1996 in Chicago Bears win 22 to 6. The only two touchdowns from this game, one of them was a 33-yard uh Curtis Conway pass to Raymond Harris, and the second touchdown in this game was a Brian Cox fumble recovery in the end zone. Todd Sauerbrunn also completed a 47-yard pass. One other note, uh Deion Sanders led the 
led the Cowboys in receiving. He had nine catches for 87 yards. Was Dion a receiver? Like, why don't, why don't yeah, I remember that? I don't that? remember that at all. I don't remember that even a little bit. That was in, yeah, I was, there's a box score from football, football database. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Real, real weird, unless they have that wrong, but I, I don't recall that at all. But uh, he's a stud. He's, he was an unbelievable athlete. They, I was, I had, I had seen a clip of like, he's the first person he played in a game with the Falcons and then got on a plane and went to like the Braves playoff game that same night. Like, what a badass that he can do. He can do, I don't think he played in the, in the, uh, the baseball game, but just awesome. Just awesome all around. Um, all right. Let's see here, Bill. All right, let's move on to the coaching staff. Mike McCarthy, a little surprised we've not done Mike McCarthy before. I think we we missed his window uh, when he was in Green Bay, obviously. And then when he got hired with the Cowboys, he wasn't coaching in 2019 for them. So uh, he's 157, 102, and two all time as a head coach, uh, which is a pretty good record. I guess you'd thank Rodgers for that. He somehow won a Super Bowl, which still blows my mind, I think, in spite of him. Out of high school, he went to a JUCO uh, in Scottsdale, and then he made his way to something called Baker University in Baldwin, Kansas City. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry, Baldwin City in Kansas. There we go. We got there. He was a two-time all-conference tight end, uh, and apparently is an NAIA Division II school. I didn't even know. I knew NAIA. I didn't know they had multiple divisions. So not impressed with his coaching or his uh, playing career. He did how I did, however, look at who uh, Baker University's famous alumni is. And the, probably the biggest one is a guy named Andrew Cherning. Cherning? C-H-E-R-N-G. He's the founder of Panda Express, Bill. How about that? You big uh, Panda Express guy? Did you have some at the airport today? I did not. Uh, I've actually never had it. I am a big sticky rice guy, though, and I love some chow mein in my mouth. So, um, no, I've, I've actually never ever done like when I when I do uh, you know Asian food of any sort. Dan, I show respect to the culture, and I don't do the fast food. I don't do it. Give me that TMG. Is that what it's called? What is um, the, the MSG? MSG? MSG. That's probably yeah. It. Uh, okay. Yeah. Give, give me all. Give me all that weirdness. Uh, how okay. about you, buddy? You, you seem like yeah. a big panda guy. Yeah. Every once in a while, that was like a college move. You just have a lot of that orange chicken. Just double it up. Just ask, you know, sweet talk the person, and they just keep give me another scoop. Give me another scoop because I'm gonna blow you kisses from behind the window here. Um. Yeah, my kids love it, so we dip into it every once in a while. So, uh, good for him. All right, offensive coordinator for the Cowboys is Kellen Moore. It's his fourth season as the Dallas OC. Um, I don't know if he's a good coach or not. I feel like he was a hot head coach candidate, maybe take over for the Cowboys. I don't see that happening. He's he's so-so. They have a lot of talent on that team, so I feel like he's doing the bare minimum. Uh, I went back and looked at his career at Boise State. He had 50 wins and three losses in his four years there, which is pretty impressive. He threw for almost 15,000 yards, and he had 142 touchdowns. Um, I want to say he was the last – I can't remember when he retired. He was the last lefty quarterback before in the NFL before Tua. So, um, yeah, he was fun. He was a fun college quarterback. I feel like I lost a lot of money on Boise State when he was there. I can't prove that, but I feel like that another school I maybe don't trust. Are, are they he's, good he's anymore? Good, he's a bit toothy, I would say. Yes. Kellen. He's, he's got a quite the set of dentures. Uh, no, they're actually kind of bad this year. They're mm. shocking. Interesting. Oh, all right. Uh, all right, moving along. Offensive line coach is Joe Philbin. He's just been hanging around with McCarthy a lot since his days in Green Bay. He was a Dolphins head coach from 2012 to 2015, 26 and 30 all time as a head coach. Uh, so not great. 
Um, he did it. I, I, this is, this is a bummer. He did have a son that passed away in 2012. He was drunk and fell into a river, uh, which I don't bring that up just for that, but the next line in the, in the Wikipedia under his personal, uh, section was that his son, Matthew, that not the one who passed crashed his car and fled the scene of an accident in 2014 in Miami. Okay. What does that have to do with Joe? And then the very last line of his personal information in Wikipedia says, Matthew is currently a Section 8 landlord in San Diego. Hard stop. Why is that on, jo- on Joe's Wikipedia page at all? Why is that even noteworthy? Very weird. It's incredibly specific. And, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, treat those vouchers with respect. Otherwise, the long arm of the law is coming for you, son. <laughs> I feel like this might be a discussion at your your conference this week, but uh, we don't need, need to know more about that. All right. Uh, the quality control uh, coach on the offense is a guy named Chase Hazlitt. He's the son of Jim Hazlitt. It says that he played quarterback at Illinois, and he graduated in 2014 and ended up at IUP. Uh, do you know this guy? I'm, he was on the roster. I do, I do recall that, but I don't know that he ever took a snap. Okay. All right. It did not say that he – there were no stats, so I assumed he didn't play, but he was on, on the roster. Uh, all right. Defensive coordinator, second year with Dallas is Dan Quinn. Previously, the Falcons head coach, he went 46 and 44. I honestly thought Dan Quinn was going to be the head coach of the Cowboys this year. So, uh, but they did hang on to him. I, I feel like he's going to get another head coaching gig. He seems pretty well respected around the league. Uh, are you a Dan Quinn guy? I feel like you, you want a goatee like him. Yeah, I was a little nervous he was going to be the next Bears coach. Yeah, that seemed highly rumored, but uh, yep. yeah, good coordinator. Don't know if he's a great head coach, but uh, yeah, looks like Mr. Quinn. He's real handsome. Yeah, I mean, he should have won a Super Bowl with the Falcons, so kind of blew that. I guess that's that's probably more Shanahan's fault, right? Um, anyway, all right. Assistant D-line coach is Leon Lett. He's actually been with the Cowboys since 2011. So he's like the longest running Cowboys coaching uh, member. Uh, Leon Lett, obviously, the only thing, the first thing I think of with him is uh, getting his, getting the ball slapped out of his hand as he was returning a fumble in the Super Bowl by Don Beebe. That's all I remember. Obviously, it didn't, it didn't matter in the end, but. I feel like whenever the Super Bowl rolls around, you're going to see at least one clip of that. Big victory for uh, those who love white wide receivers. That was, <laughs> that was a big moment. A big moment. <laughs> just a quick, just a scrappy guy sprinting down the field to save a touchdown. Good job, Don. Uh, okay, special teams coordinator. We've saw, definitely talked about him before. Is John Fossil? He's the son of Jim, uh, and I don't know if you recall his nickname is Bones. Just a great nickname in general. Uh, crazy eyes. Seems like a real weirdo. Definitely a guy I'd want to have on my staff. Ooh, that sounded sexual. May have lost Bill. Let's we'll, let's move on. We'll move on. Bill might have gotten hit by a truck again. Uh, he's walking. He's adjusting his glasses. He looks very serious. He might be amongst uh, some Atlanta trolls. I think they exist down there. But anyway, all right. The owners of the Cowboys are the, is the Jones family. They are, you know, who cares? We've all talked talked about them to death. They're, they're all weird scumbags, uh, Jerry especially. Um, the, the Jones family, who cares? We know them uh, quite a bit. But there's one person that jumped out to me, Bill, uh, and he's actually a scout, a national scout slash special projects. And this guy's name is... Klein Kubiak, obviously Gary's son. We got another Kubiak. I don't know if we've talked about him. He's one of the the Clay and Clit, and we have Klein Kubiak. That's obviously Gary's son. Klein? Is that what you said? Klein. Not like K-L-Y-N. What a, or, okay, that's stupid. That's a stupid <laughs> name. It's a stupid family. I'm sick of them. I'm absolutely sick of all the Kubiaks. 
They're everywhere. He's Gary Kubiak's not a good coach. How is he getting all of his kids these jobs? It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Um, nothing else really to cover with the Cowboys. No Gophers or Illini on this roster. So uh, probably not great. You know, they should have a few Illini, but not, not having any Gophers is good these days. So there you go, Bill. That's what we got for Cowboy Talk. I think we lost Bill officially. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes, yes. Zero doinks! Yes. Go! Zero doinks! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. Oh, baby, I am still in Atlanta? Yeah, I guess so. Um, Rick, Rick, I think your picks are hot, and you might no longer be overseas. Give it to us, Rick. When your eyes go over Rick's profile picture, what what comes to mind? He's a dummy. All right, doinkers, we are back. Rick is back, stateside, baby. No more Europe. Oh, Shivu played. No more Europe. Oh, I'm done with the French, done with the Germans, done with the Europeans. I'm back with my people. Sorry, uh, fans abroad, but uh, I am an American. I'm proud to be an American, and I will be an American from here on out. Uh, I am sitting in my truck right now, and it's raining. Apologies for the uh, the large raindrops hitting the roof. But you know what? I, this is the authentic experience the loyal listeners expect from Zero Toinks. This is the high-quality uh, uh, content. That's the word I'm looking for, that you're looking for. You know what? It's earlier in the day that I know when we record... Because uh, Bill Doing set a ridiculous deadline for today that Rick has no chance of meeting. Usually I'm about 16 beers deep before I record this, but you know what? A dry day is a dry day. So let's get with the picks right now. Uh, oh, I went 2-1 and one, uh, last week. I am 9-13. No, it's not that. 9-14-1. 9-14-1. That's right. Eight weeks. Eight times three, 24. A little bit of a math whiz. No big deal. Humble brag. Uh, let's go to the first pick. Abs it spreads pick one. All right. So here's what happened yesterday. The Bears absolutely crushed the Patriots. I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Oh, wait. I could believe it. Rick had the hottest gambling day of his whole life. Justin Fields, first touchdown. Bang. Uh, Bears money line. Bang. Parlay with uh, all three rushing leaders. Bang, bang, bang. Absolutely just banging out the, the hot picks. Oh, my gosh. So many funds in the accounts. I'm starting with the Bears. Noon game, Bears at Dallas. That's right. I was going to go to this game. I was going to go down to Dallas. Um, Dan Doyce was supposed to go. I'm curious to listen to this episode. Uh, I was going to be down there. I'm not. I'm not down there. Bears plus nine. Are you? This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. The Bears cause quarterback controversies. Alliteration through the roof. Uh, we are going with the Bears plus nine. Uh, easiest bet on the board. We're going with this with the hot one. Do it. Noon. Boom. Book it. Next pick. Hams and spreads pick two. Uh, had the crispy pork knuckle. Uh, good, not great. We are going Pittsburgh Steelers at Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, hottest team right now, coming off a of bye week. Steelers, a little bit gross. Uh, but the Steelers are getting 10.5 points. 
Uh, and there's a little, uh, uh, the first chapter of Rick's uh, gambling book is, if an NFL team is getting double-digit points, you take the points. And I'm taking the Steelers, hate the Steelers, taking the Steelers. Eagles, you know what? I think a lot of the attention's on the Phillies right now. Everyone thinks that the Eagles are in the driver's seat. This is this is the analysis that you get from Zero Dice. Hams and spreads. Hams and bread. Uninitiated. Best podcast in the world. Eagles going down. Steelers take the points. Plus 10 and a half. Let's go to the last pick. Hams and spreads. Pick three. Printing monies. Pick of the week. Uh, not sponsored. Uh, shout out Lufthansa. Uh, I slept great on that plane on the way home. Watched uh, Top Gun Maverick. Unbelievable movie. Uh, Everyone told me I would love it. I said nay. Watched it. Apologies to all of you. Fantastic. Uh, Movie reviews coming next segment. But let's go with the last pick here. Uh, Washington Commanders at Indianapolis Colts. (laughs) The Commanders, I mean, are they the real deal? They do what they need to do to win. That's what good football teams do. They do what they need to do to win. No more, no less. Just exactly what they need. Bears, five, one by five points. Bang. Uh, beat the Packers by two. Bang. Commanders, three-point dogs to the Colts. Uh, I The Colts, I, are you, this is a joke. How are they getting three points? It's at Indianapolis. It's the 325 game. That's the Washington hotspot right there, 325 game. We're going Commanders, baby. Are these three dogs? Boom. Three dogs. That's what you come here for. The hottest of dogs. Um, let's. You know what? I'm gonna. I I just want to say something right now. I love the Bears. I'm the biggest Bears fan in the world. I never lost faith. I wasn't even gonna watch the game yesterday when Justin Fields crossed that goal line. Oh baby, I stood for the rest of the game. I was I was hot. I was hot. Body temperature went up to like 98.8. Stayed there. Heart rate, a solid 88 beats per minute. Just rock steady. I'm going to send this one back to the boys. And as always, have a at the window. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. (laughs) So true. Oh, baby. Well, uh, Dan and I aren't together anymore. Uh, Temporarily. Don't worry. Nothing happened. Everything's fine. The family's still together. No big deal. Uh, But as you heard with the prior segments, um, I was unreliable here in Atlanta. But couple quick hams and bread thoughts that Dan wanted to pass along here. And thanks, Rick, by the way. You sound amazing. You sound energetic. Um, definitely weird. Glad you're back. Uh, hope that that crispy moose knuckle that you ate in Germany uh, has not backfired. Okay, back to Dan's thoughts. Uh, Bears Cowboys. Bears are plus nine even after the Monday night debacle. In New England, not for us. Debacle for them. Plus five hundred. Plus, I'm sorry. Plus three fifty money line over under forty nine and a half. Cowboys are minus four thirty five on the money line. Cowboys are five and two against the spread overall. Uh, two and five. Oh, over under two and five in games that they are playing, have played, will continue to play. Bears three three and one against the spread now after Monday night's success three and four with the over with the total. Uh, Dan, not sure which way he's going. I'm going to make a call for him. He is going to go Bears plus nine. He's going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. He is going to hump the under. He doesn't think uh, those same types of points are going to happen two weeks in a row for the beloved. I, as you know, love tickling a good money line and plus 350 is too big to pass up for your pal, Bill. Boom, stick it, lick it, put it in your pipe, smoke it. Bears are the best. They're going to be four and four going into next, next week against somebody that will beat, I'm sure. This has been Hams and Bread with Rick Fieldsman in the middle. See you next segment. Um, I want to thank all of our loyal listeners in Europe. This is a beautiful continent that you live in. Switzerland is absolutely gorgeous. Um, Germany, I'm sure, is better. But take me home tonight, Eddie Money. 
I'm going to send it back to the boys. And as always, Javakoy is a window. Dude. <laughs> Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm, like, pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Look at me. Maybe I can float. No, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that kind of a Illini fan. Uh, let's start with Dan first because the Illini had a buy. He said he hates the Gophers so much. Uh, fuck them. And Dan and I were texting a little bit on Saturday night. He was very upset with their loss to Penn State. I put a little bit of kish on the Nittany Lions. He thought I was trolling him personally. So nerves are frayed. Nerves are absolutely frayed for Dan. Pray for him. You believe in a higher power, give them your best, get on your knees, and um, let's hope that Dan gets through these tough times. Uh, Illini, week off. It was great week, though, because Purdue lost uh, to Wisconsin, and the Gophers lost, which is good for Illini. Sorry, Dan. Uh, they are going at Nebraska. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites at Nebraska. Dan thinks they're winning the national championship. I tend to agree. Um, they're going to win, and they're going to cover. They're on fire. They've had a week off to get healthy. They're playing great. There's not going to be a letdown in Lincoln for the Illini. The Gophers, 14-point favorites against Rutgers. Uh, he said nobody should, Dan said nobody should ever bet on the Gophers as long as PJ's around. <laughs> so uh, PJ has been turned against by Dan and Gopher Nation. Uh, Lionel are up to number 17 in the AP, I want to say, and they are a very live favorite for the West. In fact, they can um, clinch a West title if they beat Nebraska, if they beat Michigan State, which I believe is next weekend, and uh, if Northwestern loses one of the next two games, one of which is against Ohio State. So that's going to happen. Sorry, sorry, Grease Tank. that would set up a home game against Purdue for Illinois. And if Illinois were to win that game, they would win the West. They would clinch the West, uh, even despite whatever may happen at Michigan and um, God knows where else. So uh, Northwestern is not going to happen. As, as we mentioned, Greece Tank Northwestern sucks. Anyway, Illini are great. It's almost time for hoops as well. Illini are in the top 25 for hoops. Everything is coming up Illini. I love you. See you next segment. Bill, you can have this win. Enjoy it while it lasts. A line I will let you down. A line I will make you hurt. Oh! Warning! Vroom vroom! Auto sports. Dip shits, dip sticks. Max for stappin'. Dip, shits and dipsticks. Lewis Hamilton. Dip, shits and dipsticks. Ferrari. With the owner of Grease Tank Racing, Grease Tank himself. Dip shits and dipsticks. Red Bull, Red Bull. Auto sports. Welcome back to Dip Shits and Dipsticks with your boy Grease Tank. We're in the home stretch of both of our racing series that we're following uh, with a couple races left in NASCAR and about three or four races remaining in Formula One. It's anyone's race, so let's get right into it. The boys in NASCAR were down in Homestead, Miami at the Homestead, Miami Raceway, and Kyle Larson led 199 of 260 laps and absolutely dominated it for a dominating victory. Uh Unfortunately, he's not one of the playoff contenders, so this really doesn't matter much to him except for just a little pocket change. Uh, two of the remaining eight contenders in this race finished in the top ten, so not a, not a lot of good finishes for the contenders here. 
Uh, let's see what else happened. Oh, um, Martin Truex Jr. spun out in the pits, uh, took him out of the top 10. Um, other than that, it wasn't a very eventful race. Uh, it was a good race. It was a test for all the contenders there, obviously. But uh, we're on to Martinsville, Martinsville next week. It's a short track. It's a tight track. Expect a lot of rubbing, a lot of banging around. Uh, the, the biggest thing to notice about next week uh, right now, Denny Hamlin is below the cut line for, for the Final Four, and right above him is William Byron. Now, these two guys have had success on short tracks. Denny Hamlin is a six-time winner at Martinsville, but he has not won in this new style car. Now, Will Byron won the spring race this year in this new car, and Denny Hamlin struggled. So a lot is a lot is at stake at this Martinsville race next week. So tune in. It's going to be exciting. And then after that, you're at the championship race in Phoenix two weeks after that. So it's anyone's championship right now. And finishing with Formula One, the boys were down in Austin, Texas at the Circuit of the Americas, and Max Verstappen wins another stupid race. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I do like Max a lot. But um, with him winning, they secured the Constructors' Championship, which is a points championship between the 10 different teams. Uh, in the last eight or nine years, Mercedes has won. But this year, Red Bull wins it. So good for them. Congratulations. A uh, lot, lot, of, lot of weird things happened uh, this weekend. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo showed up on a horse, and the horse even had VIP credentials. So that was weird. Um, like I predicted last segment, everyone was wearing cowboy hats. Um, Carlos Sainz had, uh, qualified first, had pole position, and spun out in the very first turn and then ended up not finishing the race. So that's insane. Uh, Fernando Alonso got into an accident a few laps into the race. The car almost flipped over, but he ended up saving it, got into the pits, repaired the car, and came back and finished in seventh place. So impressive run by him. And guess what? Our Haas boys actually got some points this week. So congrats to our boy Magnusi. He finished eighth place. Points for the American team. Good for him. Next week, or I'm sorry, not next week, two weeks from now, they're in Mexico City. Uh, I, I I would love to see Sergio Perez, you know, win a race in his in, in his home country. So let's make that happen. And after and and after that, there's two more races left: one in Brazil and one in Abu Dhabi. So this season's about to wrap up as well. And with all that said and done, that's it for this week on Dipshits and Dipsticks. Thank you all for listening. Remember to check your dipsticks regularly. And as always, grit meets grease dip shits dip sticks dip shits and dip sticks it's dip shits dip sticks with grease tank dip shits and dip sticks vroom vroom auto sports all right um thank you grease tank thank you rick Thank you, Coach Cuse, for being a musical genius. Thank you, Dan, for putting up with me walking through the streets of Atlanta earlier in the show. Uh, Nothing much to talk about here on the outro. The Bulls might be bad, uh, might be good, don't really know. Uh, Zach Levine's knees are that of a 65-year-old man. That can't be good. Uh, But they killed Boston on Monday night, so we're, we're back to being excited about them. White Sox might never hire a manager. Who cares? Toffees are incredible. and uh, But we're, we're back to being a Bears podcast. 100% Bears and Grimace and John Lithgow. Thank you for listening to the super off-putting, probably, episode of Zero Dogs. Love you. Bye.
two penguins putting fish inside each other. <laughs> yeah. He's got congrats on the mac yeah. and cheese. You know, congrats. Congrats on that. Jesus Christ, another dad joke. Uh, <laughs> I like that one, actually. <laughs> um, the president of I like the, the sound that it makes. That's what I like about it, Dan. <laughs> you sound like a real candlestick maker right now, buddy. <laughs> Do the voice. Don't don't let yourself off the hook. Oh, thank you. What was that? <laughs> what was that? Oh my god. Bill Fantasy Corner, sponsored by Grimace and his genitalia and John Lithgow. Aflac duck is going to bite him in the penis and he's going to bleed out shout out todd shout out to the thod sorry just going back did you say the duck was going to bite him on the penis and yeah and he's going to bleed out <laughs> that's how he goes that's how yes. he goes before the gopher matchup in 2030 before 2032 yeah i think like a lot it's going to be a live commercial <laughs> like aflac's going to pay millions of dollars to do a live super bowl ad it's Sabin. It's the duck. The duck loses his fucking mind. Takes somehow gets Nick Saban like undoes his belt. The, the duck pulls down his pants <laughs> and takes a big bite. And it's live. Like I said, there's nothing anybody can do because you're. It's paid for. It's a sunk cost. You got to keep the cameras rolling. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what happens to the penis if it's if it stays in the duck's bill or if it falls to the floor. If you're running out of batteries for your vibrator. Yeah. Hit hit the store and get yourself some Duracells. Is Duracell cool with us? Uh, Apparently. Talking about vibrators? Oh. Mm, I mean if it needs batteries, I'm sure they would want you to buy Duracell, right? I'm a vibrator. Poof. Triple A batteries. This is Dan Pompey. Does anybody buy those flat batteries anymore? The kind that with like those two little things on top? You know what I'm talking about? Are those... Do you think like for your watch? Like a watch battery? No, like the big one. How big's your watch? The huge, like the huge one, the huge, thick, like rectangle. It's got the two. Oh, like the the, things on top. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Yeah, it's for like. How do you think sales are for those? Are those D's? (laughs) Those D batteries? Double D's. (laughs) I still love having to announce who you are in our impressions. It's. I feel like. That was. Did that start with Andy Dalton? I think it was. We had to say, "Hey, I'm Andy Dalton. I'm just here in the corner. I'm Andy Dalton." Bill is a beverage that make up flying out of his mouth. My thoughts are the mirror years in some ways. I think the. Uh, I think it just seems. Uh, <laughs> He's obvious. Now that I think about it, I don't know that I've ever seen Coach Cuse's tongue. Have you? Uh. Man, those those people in Tacoma—they're freaks. I can't get a coffee without getting blown. I'm hairy everywhere. Hey, Bruce Shingledecker, why do you paint me a picture of a wildlife tongue? You son of a bitch. All right. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. Ow! Does Pinocchio have a penis? Well, that'd be an issue if he... I assume he didn't, because unless Geppetto's just a freak, he's making a boy with a dick. Right? Because... He is a freak. He (laughs) He had to have. He had to have carved a wooden penis under those trousers. Butthole too. He, he had to. Oh boy. Uh, I... Okay. Hmm. Let's not. Let, we don't need to explore that yeah, anymore. Yeah, we don't need to. I, I think we can just. I just thought Jordan was like, has like a like Guy Fieri and her spank bank, and is just 
just wow. knows everything about him. So maybe the same for you. Are you jerking <laughs> off to Guy Fieri? Oh, not just to him, with him, and in him. <laughs> in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I like dangerous games. Um, yeah, Dolphin that's... Dick Island. <laughs> Blowhole Bonanza. <laughs> he has four kids that are named Jaden, Jace, jo- Joby, Joby, and Joel. All J's. Uh, Joby? I don't know more jo- about Jace. <laughs> I think it's Joby. I'm going with Joby. <laughs> It's like yes. a, a Lord of the Rings thing. Uh, is it a is it a troll from Lord of the? Ri- I haven't seen it. I don't know. I think I think that's his middle name though. Or is it the is there a job first, in his first Harry name's Potter Hand. or something? His first name's Hank. <laughs> it came from some website called Sports Spectrum, where it's where sports and faith connect. Who's have you ever heard of that? I, I know that's not no. really in your. No. algorithm on your <laughs> computer <laughs> any faith based information because you worship the devil but come here love it thank you so do cornish hens have knees um so happy that one bar and lupagus lupagus you tell us it's a me geppetto i have a boy with the wooden cock goodbye i'm a dolphin poof <laughs> <laughs>